This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hey. How's everybody doing on the internets? Everybody oh. good? Hello, internet. Don't care. Hello. You said we're not going to do that. All right. We just Marissa discussed how we're not going to do it. Four seconds into the show, Marissa's already <laughs> we, yelled at me. Like we literally just had a conversation about not leaning in. <laughs> All right. Anyway, hi. We're fresh uh, from Toronto. Yes. Yes. We are just back from Toronto. Yep. Did you guys uh, get any souvenirs? Uh, just memories. You got some just nice yes. memories, yeah. Just golden memories of all of us working together. I got to tell you, awesome. this is the first time I've been to Toronto where I really appreciated it. Oh. I, I oh, thought yeah. it was a, a interesting metropolis. I what wondered, did you think before? I didn't like it. Why? But I just didn't. I didn't like well, it. It's not my favorite Canadian city. Yeah. I have other favorite cities. It's Montreal one of the is a better city. Vancouver is a better city. Saskatoon. Saskatoon is a better city. Holler. Uh, Edmonton is a better city. No, and then Toronto, I just true. felt like I, it wasn't I interested in it, but what, I like it. Now. I, I think I know what your issue with Toronto is. What? what? Most of the times that we're there, it's for Fan Expo or something like that. We yeah. walk within a four block radius. And it's August. It's, and it, Well, it's always like the entertainment district and. And we have awesome burritos and stuff like that, but it just looks like uh, big business. We did all have around us. good food this yes. time. We had yeah. good. I, I thought the people were were beautiful and dynamic. It reminded me of New York a lot, and yeah. I felt I, it just was a little nostalgia for me. Right. I had. It's, I, it's sprawling and huge, and yeah. Yeah. we saw a little bit more of it this time, which was good. We yeah. did. We did. Yeah. I went down a street named Yange. Did no, you guys go no, down? Yeah. Did yeah. you guys go down Yange? <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Yange Street is we very We enjoyed famous. some California sandwiches. Yeah, we did. And the, and food, the food is good there. Okay. Oh, yeah. All of that pales in comparison uh, to working with Ben, Jose, Steve, Raju, and Sophia, which joined us. And we did the Rocket and Reagan Awards. And that airs over the next five days, starting on Monday. I think it's some of the best work that everybody's ever done. It was done. awesome. It yeah. was I great. had a lot of fun, for sure. And it was so nice meeting Sophia in person, because I hadn't actually met her yet. She was so cool, and I love how she was backing me up with Animal Crossing yep. and Yoshi's That's Holy right. World. Every time and she said something, Marissa said something, Sophia would be like, yeah, yes. you go, girl. No, really, because That's these guys are. are always hating. No. Stop. It's people that appreciate and love the same no, games that I love. No, you guys like the lady game. And we clearly no. have to hire more women. Yeah, right? like Sophia well, it's, and Marissa. Honestly, though, I mean, we need a little bit more equality in the conversation and all of that stuff. I think and it's hard to find women who are really into this. Got to find them. We got to find and, them. And uh, you know, once uh, financing is sort of falling into place, and I've figured out a little bit more. You what, got your what, scratchers right now? Uh, well, I don't know who they are right now, but I absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I've got my scratchers. Uh, I'm absolutely thinking that there has to be a little bit more parity with the, with the hiring and the hosting and all yeah. of that stuff. It, I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. That's enough of these. White guys with glasses. That's it. I want them out. Ejection seat. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of white guys with glasses, but honestly, I also appreciate their love for gaming too. And it's real. It's coming from a very real place. I don't yeah. want to say no. You're not allowed to be in this industry yeah. anymore because you're a white guy with glasses. Like you can't be here. There's too many of you. That's not fair either. Yeah, you can't. You can't force all of that stuff. No. All you can do is try to populate it with the best people that you can. But I of think course. that. Uh, you know, that will be one of the, the challenges once we get rocking and rolling on whatever happens. Good you know? trip. Good trip. And, uh, you know, I, I, th I think of Toronto now as, as a city where lots of important video games are made. Yeah. For sure. Lots of great big studios there. Lots of lots of action. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, obviously we were there for the, the CVAs as well. And our team hosted that. And we had a blast there with that. But there were a lot of Toronto developers that weren't in town because it was a rough weekend. It was the uh, PSX in right. San Francisco and also the uh, Game Awards that Jeff put on. You know who was free though? Ludia. They were free <laughs> and they were around. Well, they're there and they're from Montreal, oh, one they? of your yeah. favorite cities. They're lovely people Love and their studio is fantastic. I got to visit it once. They make a lot of games yeah. and they have one of those like fun studios with, you know, arcade machines and just fun stuff to do if you're mm. not actually working. Vic's got arcade machines. That's true. But yeah. we're usually busy doing Which, What's things. the one you have? The arcade I, machine. I have uh, computer space. Vic has a computer the, space. Which was the first one that uh, uh, Nolan Bushnell in, got involved with. It was actually in the movie The Logan, uh, Logan's Run Logan's because Run. it looks so futuristic and weird. Um, but it was a total it's commercial beautiful. flop. Like it's, a, yeah. it's a beautiful piece of pop art. Like yes. I love it. Yeah. I envy you for lots of reasons. 
I have a museum. You have beautiful that wants hair. It, actually, you have, you, have be- you have beautiful hair, beautiful cheeks, huge penis. Thanks, man. And I haven't seen the penis. Friend. I would know. I would he's know. A warm, he's a warm friend. You yeah, are. Listen, it, I really, I know you don't want to talk about this, and you probably, you're never going to feel comfortable doing it. So I have to do it. I don't know if today is our last stream of the year, but this is an important stream. This is an important time on EP Daily, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, we're coming to the end of our TV contract. We're coming to the end of this incarnation yeah. of EP Daily, and we're changing into something else. I don't know who's going to be involved in the future. You're definitely going to be involved. Uh, but it is a transition time, mm-hmm. and so today is going to be a little bit of a nostalgic look back at the history of Electric Playground and EP Daily okay. and reviews on the run. Okay. What's wrong have, with you? Do you have a, something that you're rolling? Well, Tommy Tallarico <laughs> <Okay>. is here. <laughs> Let's bring Tommy in. Let's bring Tommy in. No, listen, I mean, there's a lot of history here, and I do want to spend a little bit of time today talking about that stuff, and we're going to get back to it, but maybe let's run through the news really quickly, okay. and then we'll circle back to some of this uh these this sort of uh, EP memories. Okay. Okay. Are you okay, okay with that? Yeah. No, so okay. that's later in the show. <laughs> well, it's like five minutes from now. So <laughs> okay. Not much later. All right. Well, we do have Blake's news because Blake is yeah, awesome at let's uh, get, collecting let's do us some actual uh, you know things to talk about. We love you, Blake. Uh, Psychonauts 2. I love you too, Vic. And Rhombus of Ruin, the VR spinoff. So uh, uh, double fine. Oh, it's hot. It's like so hot, you guys. Uh, Psychonauts 2 and Rhombus of Ruin. You used to do that with Tommy too. Anytime anybody strips during a show. What was that girl used to have on EP? What was that called? Oh, the Hardware Girls? Yeah, that was like a Hardware Girl thing to do. Like, oh, okay. No, they wouldn't strip. They would just be wearing a t-shirt very much like this. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. This was the the infamous Moba Make Me Horny which I made Sophia and Jose say in the script. Highest bidder on eBay, everybody. And then you guys uh, volunteered to get T-shirts and wear them on stage. So, yeah. I like it. That was awesome. Anything it's for my new favorite shirt. Yes. And, I, you know, it's stupid and silly, but I think people will remember Moba Make Me Horny. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things. I think that's one of the Defining things they, moment. they will remember about this yeah. last CVA. Let's go through the news, though. I okay. it was a good Hit time. I don't know. We had a good time. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, absolutely. Psychonauts 2 uh, looks like... Double Fine is going to be making Psychonauts 2 with this uh, FIG-style uh, investment where you can actually be an investor and make money back Maybe we on should it. get on FIG. It seems pretty cool. I mean, for EP? Yeah. I, 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 certainly, it's crossed my mind. It certainly has On the agenda mind. for later today, we yes. make a call to FIG. But I think it's amazing, and I think, uh, <laughs> I think it's amazing that they're taking this route. They're really reinforcing the value of something like this, a crowdsourcing thing where mm-hmm. people can make money back. A fan of Psychonauts? I am, but I know. finished it, but I don't. I remember being so impressed with the beginning of the game, and yeah. then less impressed as it progressed deeper. Right. And I love Double Fine, love Tim Schafer. Of course, I'll follow him anywhere, especially if it's a VR project. Well, you know, I just discovered this with Grim Fandango. Some of that stuff is better in your memory. Mm. <laughs> you know, than to go back to, you know, that's the harshest is. thing Vic ever says. Well, I, and I that's true though. I don't it's think true. there's any problem with. It. I mean, that's what the classic cartridge reviews are teaching us as well, right? When yeah. You go those, back and you're like, like, wow, this yeah. was really important to me. I'm not sure it's still important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think they will be able to modernize and come up with a really cool platform. I actually really want to see Double Fine do a platformer. I don't want to just see these weird esoteric adventure games out of mm. them. You know. A weird esoteric platform. Self awareness sounds right. great to me. Right. Uh, Telltale Batman is in the works. What do you think of that? Uh, well, I mean, I like Telltale anything, but Vic must be really pumped. Oh, I'm super excited. Yeah. yeah. You know, the uh, the IP holders at Warner Brothers and, D- and DC saying, "Look, we need to stretch this character out in some interesting new ways," and I think this is phenomenal. He's a very literary character. I think it's it, it's going to lend its himself and and that world very well to uh, you know a, a very super scripted adventure game like yeah that. but I want to be like at home with Batman like I want to be cooking eggs and stuff like I just don't want to be out there on the streets I think that's what this allows yeah a little bit more of the Bruce Wayne and Batman kind of psychosis and, and yeah. uh, dual identity dynamic so yeah, he's yeah. running the vacuum today and dual <laughs> no, level no, about I wanna, that like, I, I, I don't know I want to get into some relationships maybe have a good time with the ladies and that's I one, don't know that's actually one of the things that I like about the Gotham TV show is that yeah. they kind of show a little bit of that uh, Bruce and Alfred kind of relationship beginning and it's that's an, an interesting thing that we don't get enough of and I think mm-hmm. Telltale can you know, seriously, be in Wayne Manor with with yes. Bruce Wayne, and we can get a little bit more of that. I don't know what they're oh going to do. But I'm I think so that'd sorry. Be great. So that's exciting. Yeah. And and uh, and so uh, 
Nino Kuni two, some big big game announcements. I don't, I don't, I don't remember one. It was cool. It was uh, the black and white one. No, it's Miyazaki uh, doing. Uh, it's that style of artwork. Am I right, Blake? Um, Miyazaki. Yeah, it's not yes. Miyazaki. Yes. I don't think he was involved with Nino Kuni. No, but I think it was his studio. Yeah. It was the, Studio Ghibli, right? Yeah, it was Studio Ghibli, yeah. which is his studio, but I don't think he specifically was involved. Well, the first one was absolutely stunning and beautiful. It's a little dry. It's a little sleepy town. It's not super, super filled with action or adventure, but mm -hmm. uh, uh, it sold enough that they're making another one. And, you know, as we know, when you get sequels and games, you get the chance to kind of just improve and iterate and make some more interesting stuff. Yeah, so. and I, I hope, hopefully this will be a sequel that will make me want to go back and play the original, yeah. which I have not done. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Uh, so what's the next news story? Rock, Rocket League for X-Bone, which okay. there's a cheer coming from Toronto from Steve and from San Francisco from Ben. From ben, for mm -hmm. sure. Uh, Res Infinite for VR. So uh, That's a good fit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is um, uh, Tatsuya Mizuguchi so never letting go of this IP and staying with it, and it was a you know a seminal piece of software for a long time, and now this seems to be a great home. For it's it. always one of those games that you sort of admire, yeah, uh, and you just kind of like you always want it in your collection, and so having the be able being able to experience it in virtual reality. That's great. Yeah. I, I I mean that might cause some seizures though. Yeah. Well, I don't know how quickly it's going to move. I mean, this is all going to shake out in 2016. Yeah, we'll right. find out right away. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, lots of movie trailers. X Men Apocalypse uh, trailer has hit, which is pretty sweet. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two trailer is out there. You just watched it. What do you think? She Marissa? watched it at full volume. Yeah. Right um, next to me. I'm I know, sorry. I, know Scott hated it. I hated it. Well, no, I'm just excited for Casey Jones. Really, that's one of my favorite characters in the Ninja Turtles series or franchise. So, and also Bebop and Rocksteady. We're gonna see them too. So, I don't know. I really don't like Michael Bay, and I really he's producing. And, I know. And, and they heard the criticisms about the first movie. To Say me, hello to your mother for me. He's <laughs> <laughs> on this one. But to me, when I see this thing, it looks like they listened, and it's much more colorful, and it's much more cartoony and crazy looking. turtles are still looking messed up. Yeah, but they're CG <laughs> things. I mean, I don't know how you would make those. I how guess. do they look yeah. messed up? They're just a little messed it's up. It's not like right? They're not, just the Ninja Turtles, to me, are also, yeah, they're ninjas for sure, and they get things done, but they're also really comedic, and I feel like... These guys aren't funny. Like I, yeah. I'm not laughing when they're delivering Did you their see lines. The first one? No, I, I, I yeah. refuse to see it. It was, it was terrible. Guys, just so you know, I'm, I'm about to bring the band hammer down in the chat. Okay. Oh. Twitch updated their apps. Oh, Did you think the trailer sucked? Uh, me or Scott? You, I didn't uh, watch it. He didn't watch it. And he hated the first one. Okay. Uh, I didn't think the trailer sucked. I think that trailers now, I don't know what to believe anymore. I feel like they're oh, okay. all lies. Yes. Um, but I don't know. I just so got excited to see Casey Jones. I wanted more Casey Jones. I don't know how this Megan Fox thing with Stephen Amell is going to work. Um, they're a good pair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I'm just feeling, I just, I always feel let down. Will you see things. it? I guess How I'll much see food this will you need to get through it? I'll need, I'll need a large popcorn, well, you, for sure. Well, you have to see the first movie before you can make that decision. Why? Because you need to see what the tone was of the first movie. Or instead, say. just but get I a, watched your review a butter and I knife realized and that I didn't eye. need to see it. Right, exactly. Because it was fucking awful. I know. It, it was, but it wasn't I'm... as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was bad. It was really bad. It though. wasn't as so bad I'm, as I thought it was going to be. Remember? Right. There it was, was a, bad. It was stupid. It was bad. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. What else? Anyways, what else? Exactly? Before we move on, I, I just confirmed that it is Tyler Perry in the new Turtles. Oh, it's Tyler, yeah, Tyler Perry. Perry. The scientist man who creates. Make we got a little. So that's what Turtles needed was more Medea. Yeah. We got a little glimpse of the new Spider-Man this week in the heart of the sea. That's right. Tom Holland yeah. is in there. What did you think? I think he's good. He's He's got a cute like face. He's really skinny and small and yeah. you know, especially looks like a tiny little dude next to Chris Hemsworth. I don't really want him in the Avengers movies. They're already cluttered enough. The last one was just bursting at the seams with people and that's, now Spider-Man's in there. That's what the Avengers are. They're bursting at the seams with all these characters. But yep. speaking of which, Batman versus Superman trailer hit this week too. And uh, Oh, I didn't watch it. It's uh, What did you think though? Um, it's I don't Did I'm, you see it? Yes, of okay. course. I, I'm I'm a little bit freaked out by this movie. I didn't like that Affleck's you know dropping some little silly lines and stuff like that. At the what did thing. he say? Uh, well, at, at Wonder Woman appears at the end of the trailer, and and Superman says, "Is she with you?" And he goes, "No, I thought she was with you." So he looks like he's trying to be funny, and but he looks really dumb for Batman. Yeah, Batman's you know, not allowed just, to do that. Yeah, Batman should have just, just well, said nothing. He should have said, 
something, you know, like. He should have just said nothing and just stared. Back off or something, you know, or whatever. You or know. just looked over at him and then looked back at her, like yes. not saying anything. Yeah. That's and, the way Batman should be. And I'm, uh, Eisenberg is, as the Joker is kind of channeling this kind of wacky, or not you the mean, Joker. I called he, him the Joker yeah, because, because he's channeling Riddler. the Joker or Riddler. Or Riddler, yeah. With, but he's in this Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor thing, you know? And, I, yeah. and he. He physically is so non-imposing next to the the two giants that are that are there, which is an interesting. Oh, Henry's huge. Interesting visual, but I just think this di- this crazy skittish, super fast-talking dynamic is mm. not Luther. You know, Luther is no. a really smart. Even if he has been modernized and he's he's running, you know, social media conglomerates or whatever. He's Tell like me what you liked nerd. about it, though. Tell I mean, me one I, thing you liked. I, I like the uh, the effects look. You know, like they're going to be fun, and they're you know we're going to see some really incredible weaponry and and gadgets and stuff from Batman. I don't like that he's holding a gun. It looks like. Oh, um, yeah, I like he has the, a gun. I like the costumes. I like the colors. I hated the Doomsday reveal at the thing. It's just like crowded, 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 and then they. And throw then all this, of a sudden, Doomsday. And it looks and like it's cut right from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, quite he, frankly, right? Exactly. Yeah. I know somebody made uh, a meme of. A Ninja Turtle on top of Doomsday. It was hilarious. It was yeah. so freaking funny. It was Michelangelo's yeah. bandana on Doomsday. Um, but I didn't. I was just concerned because they have. There's no dialogue from Wonder Woman. She just shows up at the end. Yeah. And I mean, she looks powerful at the end of the trailer, which is great. But I don't know how her interaction is going to be. I don't know how real she's going to be to me. I think Wonder Woman is a very important part of this movie because I need to know that she's going to be good going into her own movie. Right. Um, and I'm really scared about this. I feel like Gal Gadot is so beautiful and I'm like, I'm happy that she got this role but I'm just really concerned because she's not, she's, she's not, not buff. she's not buff the way Wonder no. Woman is supposed to be. Like she's you just know, not. You know who is buff? Is uh, Melissa Benoist as Supergirl and I've been watching more, I love that damn show. They're doing yeah, an incredible good. job with that mm-hmm. show and the other Berlanti uh, superhero things and that's yeah. what I'm now comparing Batman versus Superman too, and yeah. I know that the Flash is supposed to appear in Batman versus Superman, so we're going to get the new uh, the new Flash in there. I think Cyborg is going to make it. It just looks there's too much now, but that's too much I, to I, be in this movie. And Aquaman's going to be in it. They're just and showing Aquaman. all of this stuff, and I, I, I just don't think that the roots of their universe have been sort of fleshed out enough. They needed Superman. They needed Man of Steel too before this. I really feel that way. Have Joss Whedon. I don't know, man. I think these Russo brothers are another awesome discovery, and I think the, we'll the, the Thor directors have done a good job. And I think uh, yeah, that's true. You know, the uh, the guy Peyton Reed did a pretty solid job with Ant Man. They've got this suite of people that can manage their properties. Ant Man was well. a horribly managed production. I, it, I disagree. That's Horrib- not true. No, it was, I disagree. It was the movie was derailed. They had to go back and oh, reshoot no, no. a lot of stuff. When he took over the reins, yes, yeah. it was a mess. It was a but mess. But he made a pretty solid movie. It's it's fun, and I, I encourage you to check it out again. I did. I saw it once. I, I thought it was it terrible. Out, check it out I again. love Paul Rudd. And I love ants. I love, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I love think ants. they did a really solid job with that, man. I was more in your camp at, at, when I saw it the first time. And then you saw the Blu-ray and you got oh, I, it now. No, I, I, watched it I watched it on the plane. And I was like, this is actually really a solid but movie. But some movies yeah. are better on planes, though. In a smaller Every movie screen, is better on where you're just like, gonna, you need entertainment, again, so you'll watch anything. And I'll, and I'll, I'll give you my final tally on you that. You know what? Yeah. You keep that note to yourself. Okay, but I, I don't care, Vic. Okay, I just need to talk about this Batman vs. Superman just yes. a little bit longer because I think that this is going to be the death of Superman. They're going to kill him? They're going to kill him yeah. in this movie because why would they bring out Doomsday? Why would they bring him out if they're not getting rid of Superman? And I heard... They won't because he, they've already lined up Justice League 1 and 2. Yeah, I know, but Superman yeah. ends up coming back. You guys, in the comics, Superman overruled. died. Uh, you got overruled. Right, Just leave he it. died. Just leave it. I forgot. No, right. right, in the comics, right. Superman died. That was the biggest selling comic book of all time, I mean, right? I mean, if they, if they introduce all those characters and kill Superman off in the same movie, that is going to be the most stupid piece of shit that they could Since Fantastic Four. I mean, honestly, like, it's just going to be a lots of, like, it's going to look like a, a cat fights all the way through the movie with right. explosions. Listen, does anybody have what, any one last thing to say about this before we move on? I, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I okay. honestly, I honestly yeah, what's it, your last thing? Yeah. Please don't okay, let me down, on. Wonder Woman. Uh, please, please don't let me I, down. I'm worried as hell, but I can't wait to see it. Let's talk about Electric Playground, okay. which has been around since 1942. Okay. Um, and I think, 1942. Uh, it was originally it was part of a newsreel. They would show it before you started seeing your motion pictures, and Vic would come out, Welcome to Electric Playground. Ladies and gentlemen, David on the front line. We're talking about something that hasn't been invented yet. It's called the video game. Let's talk to Tommy Tallarico, who's on the front. You, I know you don't even have a television. You're watching this in a movie theater, but 
Spy, golly, it's gonna be great when we all have televisions at home. There's something I want everybody to see, and Blake, I don't know if you can put it up. Can you put that thing up that we, we talked about? About the photo, yeah, I I is that up. possible? Oh, I, I want to go back to the right beginning and I, I want everyone to see what kind of kid Vic was and how cute he was when he was a kid. He's, he's still super cute fresh, now. yeah, he's still cute. I think, I think we might momentarily lose the audio when I put it up, though. Photo was that was me, yeah, but that was right. Was it before or after you'd seen oh, Star after. Wars? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Do you guys want to put it in the TV? Yeah, I want to put it in the TV. Okay, cool, because I don't know. So, we'll have some technical work being done behind us as we were talking. Why you felt so inspired to make your own Star Wars t-shirt. Well, that was the day when you could uh, tie-dye stuff and you would just get little paints and stuff like that and be creative. And my mom was always a, a person that kind of uh, encouraged us to, to draw and color and, yeah. and uh, uh, you know, do crazy things. And I think she must have got us some, some uh, t-shirt paints and some t-shirts and, and said, do whatever you guys want to do. Yeah. Know? So did your brother make one too? I'm or? sure he did, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we used to do little, uh, uh, we used to get our action figures and take our cameras, our, our film cameras, and do little um, action figure theater type things. We'd, we'd uh. try to take tons of pictures of them and doing different still things, and then we'd flip through the pictures when we Your stop motion. My, our own little stop motion things. Were That's you at really that cute. time, did, were you aspiring to be a filmmaker? Because you both would grow up to become actors. Uh, this is like 60 minutes. Yeah, I think we were. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my brother <laughs> was was absolutely acting. I think yeah. we were, yeah, but you know what? We auditioned for Leo and Me. My brother went up for Leo and Me, which was the Michael J. Fox show in Canada. Uh, that, uh, and my brother came close. And when, oh. and when he went in, I, I, I went in after, uh, after my brother, too, to read for it, too. So I think that's kind of when we got that first okay. idea of, of us as performers as a bug. Uh, and then uh, I took acting in high school, and, and, uh, and he kept doing some theater stuff, and then he ended up working on uh, 21 Jump Street yeah. in Northwood and all that stuff. Yeah. That's my brother. It's very low res, but uh, yeah, that's us right there. Star Wars right in your belly. Yes. Oh, where'd it go? Uh, but so, uh, do you remember making that t-shirt? No. Or do you think your mom made it? Or do you think you made it? It looks like your handwriting. Oh yeah, I know, I made that. Sure. <laughs> Star what, Wars What inspired you to make it though? The movie. So you saw the movie, you're like, yeah. I love that movie so much. Absolutely. I want it on a t-shirt and I'm going to wear it. I'll tell you, I love it. I love Star Wars so much that it uh, absolutely kind of expanded my mind about the idea of creativity and the mm. kinds of jobs that were out there and the kinds of it things. It really did. It broadened all the horizons. Yes. In an instant. Yes. And, I, you know, I saw, I was nervous to see Star Wars because I was pretty young when it came out. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, the trailers all made it look like it was going to have scary Darth Vader and scary Chewbacca and... You know, I was a little terrified. I was like, I don't know if I can handle this. Right. You know, and then I saw it, and I freaking loved it. And I remember walking home. It was a it was a nighttime viewing, and I remember walking home with my mom and a bunch of friends. Uh, and we're walking down a street for many many blocks, and I was just elated, and I just loved R two D two. I just couldn't, I couldn't believe like that he would was, be a friend of yours. Yeah, I just I couldn't believe there was something that cool designed that he was a, a robot you know joy a little piece of love and joy you know yeah. the robots do have so much personality in the 1977 star wars they yeah. do like yes. they're full characters yeah and by the time empire came around i was full fully on board with all of this oh, stuff yeah. so oh, i was first sure. in line for empire but i skipped know, school we've been talking I saw about it like three times we've been talking about the origin of electric playground and ep daily yeah. and we're going back to the very beginning but i feel like that's the origin photo Mm. of EP Daily. I feel like a lot of things were born that day. Yeah. Like when Star Wars came out and we all became interested. Sure. Same for me as well. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that day, who I am now was kind of born and I feel like that day was when when you were born and EP was born. Well, I never, you know, lost that sense of wonder yeah. for imagination and uh, creativity. And, and respect for filmmaking. And, and games were all were born out of that as well, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, my Atari 2600 was, was purchased, you know, maybe months after that, you know, and then I was, I was consuming those games and spending all of my paper route money on cartridges, and then I got a ColecoVision, then I, you know, I had a Vectrex, uh, I had a, an Atari 400 computer, an Atari 800 computer, mm -hmm. and I used to have all my buddies over to my house. Uh, every weekend. You'd make Star Wars shirts for everybody. Uh, well, we would play games forever, you know, and my mom used to say, look, the, the electric bill is ridiculous. You're going to have to start paying electricity. And you were like, electric bill, yeah. electric playground. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mom. So wait, that, that would also be your Star Wars memory, right? Uh, that yeah. moment right there? Yeah, um, well, not maybe not the t-shirt mo moment, but it's certainly the... Uh, 
uh, Empire Strikes Back, I think. You know, I think I was on the news in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. you were? Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh man, we got to find that real clip. clip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and I, I did that again for um, uh, Raiders. Not Raiders, because I was nervous that that was a big. I don't understand the nervous Vic hey, who's hey guys, worried. Just you know, I figured out how to show the photo and have audio at the same time. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I, just, I just put it up on the screen. So. Okay, Excite. cool. No, with uh, with Raiders, I was again. The trailers made it look like it was a big. Yeah. You know, religious fable around Moses and all that There's stuff. There's a pit full of snakes. Yeah, and yeah, not, yeah. well, not even, not even the danger. I thought it was just going to be like a, a movie uh, about. I thought it was going to be like a Sunday school movie, and that, mm. none of that stuff was appealing to me when I was a kid at all. Right? It was just like, oh my god, I can't deal with more Sunday school. Yeah. You know, and uh, but when I saw it, it was that that changed everything for me too. I always remember one story that I remember a lot of your stories, but the one story is when you went to the theater, you saw something you liked. I don't know if it was Raiders or something after Raiders mm. and you just stayed and watched whatever. I did that was. for Empire. Okay. I saw it two or three times. I did that for Jedi. So you could just stay in theaters I, I back then? I saw Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and I definitely was on the, because I was dressed as Indiana Jones, I was definitely on the news <laughs> and I kind of had to fake, you know, like I was playing hooky, you know, oh so I was like, god. oh my god, are my teachers going to see this? Was that but, 1981? Uh, 1982? Uh, Doom was 85, I think. It was so it was after uh, Jedi. Temple and of Doom was 84. 80, That's how Blake 80, was. 86. He wasn't even born yet. Yeah. Who was it? You were. Oh, and uh, Jedi, so, I saw three times, and I was I wasn't first in line for Jedi by that time, which was weird because I had been first in line well, for. And you're so disappointed. Yeah. You were also becoming a. You were a teenager at this point. Yeah. This was you were starting to have your first sexual feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they can be distracted. <laughs> Okay, yeah, because I wasn't first because of sexual feelings. Well, I don't know. I remember it being a confusing time. And more about me. Uh, so then after Jedi, then uh, then you were hooked on Raiders. And then and then Batman, Tim Burton's Batman. Oh, yeah, when and, was that, like 89? Uh, that was 89. Yeah. And, and the uh, Terminator 2. Like, what a 2, string that is. And Aliens yeah. and all of these things oh, Terminator were... Terminator 2 was such a moment. Man. Right. And Jesus. then there were games along the way that sort of complemented all of these crazy concepts. It is true. Concepts. It's a one-two punch. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. And then I got into acting in a bigger way through high school and then through uh, uh, university. What was that show you're on, Border Town? Yeah. And that's the one where you died. I died, yeah. It was in one episode. But I, I was getting that it's work. It's good acting, though. I was getting that work before I got out of acting school. And oh, I, really? I thought I, I had a main stage uh, show in Vancouver that mm. I was rehearsing for before I had graduated from school. And I thought, okay, I made it. This is it. Right. There were posters of me all over the city. You know I was River getting Phoenix? interviews. That's so cool. No, my brother did, though. Did... Uh, were you jealous of him when he was in Young Indiana Jones? I was Indiana very Jones? jealous. Yeah. Uh, of River Phoenix? Yeah. I was, uh, no. I mean, I uh, certainly always wanted that. But I wasn't he the Young awesome. Indiana Jones? He was, yeah. Okay. And so was, uh, uh, what's the guy? He was, they actually had a Young Indiana Jones TV show, and the guy that played him was pretty good. He was oh. in, um, huh? No, it wasn't Herb, Herb Villachez. No, 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 I forget his name. He he is buds <laughs> with uh, with uh, Daryl on The Walking Dead. They've done a bunch of movies together. Okay. Oh, um, like they did um, the one where they're brothers. Yes. Why can't I think of Boondock the name right now? Boondock Saints. Yeah. yeah, he's the other half there. I forget oh, what yeah. his name is. He yeah. was he was decent. Sean Patrick Flannery. Sean Patrick right. Flannery. Yeah. So yeah, I was always no, I was more envious of my brother because he was getting all of this yeah. TV work all the time. It was it was crazy, and I was spending money in acting school. Can you tell me about right. the transition to? Uh, to going from uh, someone who consumes this stuff and appreciates it mm. to someone who makes media around it, like that moment. And there's always, I know it's a story you've told before, but yeah. I would like to hear it one more time. Uh, well, I mean, it's, you, you know what I was doing? I, I mean, in addition to going to all of these movies and playing all these games mm -hmm. and spending all my money on the entertainment aspect of it, I was also spending a fortune on magazines, and I still have tons of them. I was like, what kind of magazines? Starlog and Premiere and. Antic, an old Atari computer thing. There was old video game magazines. I had all of them, computer games and entertainment. I still have tons of these things. Did you ever want to become a game developer or a movie maker instead um, of what, doing what you're doing? I'm sorry, I know you don't, don't like this. Say, no, I mean, I, I, I love the idea of helping to build a game for sure, yeah. but I don't think that's ever been the first driving force around my discussion around this stuff or my drive towards this stuff you know I and I did work as a game designer and I had a really really good time and I had a really tough time not you know stopping that and coming back to electric playground actually right. that was a very tough choice for me 
Um, but I feel like I was supposed to do this. You know, mm. I feel like all of my God, you training. you built for it. You have the face for it. You got the body. <laughs> no, I mean, you, got, you, you have the got voice. The body. You do have the voice he for it. Like your voice, voice is sure. so intimidating. But I, I mean, I feel like I, that's a, that's what I did as a kid. As I trained for this by reading lots and lots and lots of people's work and uh, you know understanding the criticism. I was totally hooked on Entertainment Tonight and totally hooked on on Siskel and Ebert. I would see these movies. I would play these games. Uh, you know, and I, I liked the idea of communicating around this stuff sure, and sort yeah. of marrying all of those interests into broadcast around uh, the discussion around this stuff. What's yeah. the first review you shot? Uh, you first remember? review was uh, we did our reviews on the run. We didn't have a name for it, didn't know what it was going to be. That came out of being out in the field. Um, was it you and Tommy? It was Tommy and I and uh, a, uh, a director that worked with us for the first season named Scott. And we were driving around in San Francisco and uh, we saw a drive-in theater and I said, I wonder if we could go shoot over there. Why don't we mm -hmm. go give it a shot? We'll, we'll sort of fake project the thing on mm -hmm. the back of the drive-in oh, theater. Oh, I remember. I've seen this Yeah, it, this ended, up, yeah. it ended up in the show, but uh, uh, it was also part of our demo type of sort of exploration, right? And mm -hmm. So we set up in the, uh, the drive-in, they let us do it, and uh, or they didn't know we were doing it. Uh, <laughs> yes. And uh, we set up on a car, and we had the headlights of another car. Um, I guess it was the car we were driving, be our lights, while yeah. we shot and pretended to fake project back there. And, and uh, that was the day that the Reviews on the Run name was discovered. I mean, it just mm -hmm. said, this This is like, we'll do this all the time. Did we'll you guys score your first review? Uh, out of 10? We did it out of 10. Tommy was, you know, multiple decimals. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, of course, 9. yeah. 9.2 or 9, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you 9 know. point. That's the Tomb Raider review. Tomb Raider. Which you oh, can wow. find on our YouTube channel. Yep, Crash Bandicoot. Um, uh, <laughs> TV. Mario 64. That, those yeah. were the first, first games that we talked about. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. But that whole idea of fake projecting and all of that stuff was born out of yeah, you reviews did that for on a long the run time, yeah. in the drive-in theater. There was a lot of right. that. Yeah, it became so elaborate and so ridiculous. Yeah. And there were so many layers of video that had to be, uh, um, uh, they, what's the word? When you got to... Layer video in when you've got all the layers that have to rent or oh, the render. Render. They, they had to render for so long every week. Yeah. It almost made delivery of the show late every single week. This ridiculously yeah. uh, elaborate I reviews on the run. When effect. I first started working with you, you were still doing it. Yes. And I remember our first shoot. We we had two cameras back then, but. You know, I've been watching you sweet talk people into letting you do things for ever since we started working together, and yeah. I'm always knocked out by how good you are. Yeah, you always charm the hell out of anybody. Well, I no, he's he's very charming. Very though. Like charming. It's not, he's not putting it on. This no, is I know. Exactly That's how him. he is. You know, yeah. I, I don't even know if it's charming. I think it's I'm pretty reasonable. You know, I, and I feel like you're really honest. Yeah, well, I don't walk up and I don't you know pretend that we're some highfalutin uh, you know network television you know, show with a huge budget and we just all we're going to do is say that we're here we're going to show this stuff off yeah and uh it'll be fun and we'll be quick and we're a very small team and we won't be in your remember way. when we were in new york once we were on the roosevelt island tram yeah and they didn't want to let you shoot on there yeah. and then vic had a quiet moment with the person who was the conductor in a few minutes we were shooting <laughs> on there yeah that happened every time <laughs> i think we got chased out of the louvre but that was it that's the only time i remember you not getting what you wanted I feel like people can be just so unreasonable and so up in arms about stuff, and that's their first go-to thing. Like, yeah. if security people ever chase us off, and sometimes We've had I want that. Yeah, and sometimes I want to sit and sort of explain. Look, we're not harming anybody. You know, yeah. you know, yeah. we're not going to be skateboarding here. We're not going to be doing tricks or stunts. Right. Nobody's going to fall over or be electrocuted. We're we're just using this as a backdrop. We are five feet from your sidewalk. Yes. We, you know, what's the problem? You so, know? Yeah. So the the future, I, I'm sorry I'm doing this. I don't know if you want to do it, but the future, yeah, you, you the future was, it was Electric Playground. Yeah. Then we had Reviews on the Run, and they were two separate shows. Yes. And we had a, you had a production company that was huge at yeah. one point. It seems huge now. Yeah. And we were making two shows out of still what is a very tiny office for TV production. Yeah. The tiniest office I've ever seen in TV production. Yeah. Well, it's and an independent production company. Two so, yeah. daily shows out of this office yeah. is incredible. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we've uh, we've known how to use the resources. You know, I've also been a producer that uh, I mean, I've met everybody in the business, and I've I've talked to lots of successful people and lots of people that have aspired to be successful. And and the the one thing that I kind of recognize right away is that uh, you you produce 
don't talk about it. You yeah. Know, you know, make the stuff, and you you get what you can to be able to produce. But it's better to be producing than to yeah. be waiting around yeah. and and trying to put huge deals together and and. Uh, you know, get the, get all of, a huge all part of the of stuff figured out. Where everybody likes to talk about what they do instead of just doing what they do. It's a huge part, yeah. yeah. That's a huge part of it, but it yeah. doesn't really exist in your production company. No, no. I'd rather uh, I'd rather we be working, and sometimes that means that we have a lot less to deal with, or you know, a lot less to to make content with. Um, uh, but I'd rather we just get the resources that we have and put stuff together again. Yeah. Um, I'd like to hear now the origin story of how you and Jones got together. Ah, okay. Well, Joan, Jones. This is uh, important. No, but I, I mean, I'm from New York originally, from the yeah. East Coast, and I would see G4 had come to light, and I just couldn't believe it. I remember just yeah. watching it, fascinated. And then you started cropping up on some of these shows, mm -hmm. and then I found your show, and I just thought, look at these crazy Canadians making this show. And so I don't know how they're, how's this guy doing this? How does he get a camera? And now he's got this little Italian guy. Okay. And, what? So that's your side. I was what knocked did you think out. Of, I, and I just thought, oh my God, I have to meet this guy someday. I thought I'd never meet him. And then I ran into him and the rest. No. But when you ran into him, you were inebriated. Well, I, I was okay. at a, I was and at a then, party. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. what did you I think when you first met him? I was always inebriated then. Scott has always made me laugh in any situation. And the first time that I met him, uh, I probably had said something to him or shaken his hand prior to this. But he came over at a party. Uh, we were at GDC. And, uh, oh, he no, it, was, it was E3. Was it? It was a THQ party at E3. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, he came over and, and he said, don't you ever just want to punch Tom in the Because <laughs> I would always I watch a show. I'm just like, I could just see Vic like, you're just rolling with Tommy. I'm yeah. like, look, that guy's an asshole. And now I'm the asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can dream, kids. <laughs> Tommy was uh, very opinionated and yeah. he taught me a lot. Yeah. He right. taught me how to deal with all kinds of things. I couldn't believe when you yeah. called me, though. But what oh, was your yeah. response to him it. saying that to you? I just laughed. I mean, okay. I'd, I'd certainly... You didn't know my the, name. It wasn't certainly the, the first time I'd heard anything like that. And sure. I'm sure Tommy's heard that from on his side, too. Right, it's of like, course. how can you put up with that guy who loves Or him. no, like, how does Vic not punch you out every yeah. single or day? That, whatever. But man, but, mm. watching the show, I was so impressed by what you guys were doing here. And I just, I can't even still believe that I've had all this, these years with you guys. I yeah. still want to know how you connected. You keep interrupting. We did. Well, well uh, Tommy was, was leaving. No. Tommy was, Tommy was uh, having less and less time to work on the shows and he was working on Video Games Live. And of okay. course I was flipping out because he'd been the guy that I had been partnered with mm -hmm. for lots of already big changes mm -hmm. by that point. But it was time to start thinking about other kinds of uh, people, other, other hosts that I could work with. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I did what, uh, what uh, Ebert did when Siskel died, you know, mm. spin the wheel. Yeah, he he worked with a lot of different people to, mm. to until he ended up with uh, um, what was his name? Roper. Yeah, I think so. Ebert and Roper. Yeah, yeah. right. Sure, yeah, sure, yeah. Roper. yes. Uh, and so what I did is, uh, yeah, I, I worked with everybody, and Scott was one of the first people that I thought of. We were going out to uh, Toy yeah. Fair in New York City, yep. and uh, uh, I knew that that was coming, so it might have been even around this time or mm. even a bit earlier in, in whatever year that I was. I couldn't believe you called. Yeah, and, and I didn't know your last name. I didn't, you didn't. I just You're like, you give me that guy. Right. Yes, Scott from Maxim, because you yeah. were writing for Maxim. That's right, that but time. I... I, uh, I I just I my first impulse was to say no, yeah. and then I just thought I'll never forgive myself if I just don't go and, and make a huge mess of this. So yeah. I went. We went to Central Park. That was the first time we worked together. I felt yeah. very comfortable around you immediately. I loved all the guys in your crew, and like it just felt right. It just felt right. I just liked it. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it was really easy to work with you. And, yeah, and I really loved working with Ben. And you know, Mark Saltzman was in that mix. Jeff Keeley was already kind of a part of the family a little bit. Yeah. And I was working with him and. Uh, Jose got to step up. We had Ryan and, and Rob, both Everybody. producers from here, that both give it a shot. Yeah. Only once, both of them. Oh, jeez. Whoops. <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, uh, they're comfortable on that side of the camera. Yeah, no, and they're great guys. And yeah. it's they learned a lot. I think that day. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. It's a different thing. For when sure, you're in front it's total. Machine, yeah, you're right. You know? Man, I loved working with you. I loved it. Like I had, so, it was such a uh, like I still can't believe I did that, and I can't believe the rest of the the life I got out of that. Like it was great. And I'm, sometimes you come to little roads and you just got to go down them, and you, you sometimes they go thread. to really cool places. Well, I was really yeah. impressed that uh, you made this leap to come out here. You know, because it, it all just seems surreal and crazy, and it and it has been. You know, mm -hmm. and I had to fight with the uh, the Canadian government a little bit because they they uh, that first denied your your oh yeah your 
a visa. What are they? Yeah, they yeah visa. Or their, your, your work permit. Visa? Your work permit. Yeah. And, and they were saying, well, you should just work with uh, journalism students that you can find out of, oh, out of, out of yeah. Canada. I'm like, guys, I, I, had, I wrote them a huge letter. I said, look, I've been in this business for 15 years yeah. already. I know everybody in the industry. Yes. I'm not just picking Scott's name out of out of a damn hat. This mm -hmm. is the guy I want to work with. I've shot Aww. stuff with him. This is the this is the person. Yeah, we were really good right from the start. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, and they changed it right away. He did. Which was, yeah, which was awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just so grateful. And I, I said, look, I'm insulted that you think that you can tell me how to run this business and that right. I can just pick somebody at random and they can just step up in front of the camera and do this. It's not easy to do this. This is the guy that I want. And I was uh, doing morning TV in New York and I was horrible. <laughs> I, I was. I was terrible. Like, I'm still terrible. I don't think I'm great on TV. Oh, come on. I don't. But I... I I, uh, I feel like I've gotten better and, and I, your encouragement and the space that you let us work in is is great yeah and I'm so grateful for the you know I don't know we've been together for almost 10 years now probably, I know dude you know I that's know. A hard to believe well it's what's more impressive. I don't really remember my life without you yeah, I know I really don't well what's more impressive than the years is the mileage no but is the uh, <laughs> is the honestly the amount of shows you know like we have I don't even know how many shows we've made I mean that's something that we can <laughs> I think we have to pre present out there several as million as we're winding up this season because it's been nuts, man. There there have been years where we've done uh, six hundred episodes of television. I'd fly out and visit you guys for our year end wrap up shows, and you had this great big studio. Like mm -hmm. that was so surreal. Mm -hmm. and, like I wanted to be part of that. Yeah, and I'm so grateful that I got to be part of it. Yeah, you know. All right, no, totally. now you. No, I I feel the same way because I was watching. God, I was watching the show from when you were a kid. My you were early, watching it? I don't know. My earliest, like I always remember Tommy. I always remember Tommy, but I remember Donna a lot. I mm -hmm. watched a lot when Donna was on the show. That was when I was really getting into it. She was awesome. And then, yeah, I I liked her. I liked you. I liked Tommy. Like I just remember watching a lot. And uh, I always, oh, I don't like. I always played video games. I always loved them. And I didn't. I couldn't believe that there was a show on TV that was talking about video games mm -hmm. a lot. That was like the main. Um, thing and I looked forward to it and it was like a weekend show for me it was like a once a week yep. right on Saturdays I think mm -hmm. it aired um, so it was always like a comforting Saturday like make my coffee and just like wrap myself in a blanket and watch the show it was just like one of those fun weekend things that I did. There was a surreal moment in Canada uh, on television which was really weird I mean it was the precursor to us having a daily show but mm -hmm. we had done a deal with uh, the Craigs were the first people that we did they're out of the TV business now but they were the first people that we did a deal with in Canada and they had a bunch of stations. And then um, uh, they also had the MTV network. Mm. And then Chum got involved with a bunch of stations. And we got onto a bunch of those. Mm -hmm. And we also got onto the Space Network. And then Rogers wanted to get involved with us. And they got us onto the G4 Canada network in, in about 2003. And I think it was around 2003, 2004. We were on MTV Space G4 Canada yeah. and all of these local stations. Yes. And it felt like you could not turn the dial at any time of the without day seeing without seeing Electric, electric Playground. Playground. It's and, true. Or Reviews on the Run by that point because we had done them by separate shows. They weren't daily, but they were it's uh, true. once or twice a week. And it was like so crazy to me to just be clicking and seeing our brands on yeah. every channel. It was just ridiculous. Right. Very, very surreal. So, you know? yeah, I became a little bit obsessed with it <laughs> a little bit obsessed and with the people on the show like, I loved you I love Vic like when you were introduced I loved all of that I loved seeing um, Miri and Jeff yep. in the States I loved all that because reviews in the run went daily and I just got you get so excited because you see it daily like EP daily and reviews in the run and you just you know what time it's on and you tune in mm -hmm. And it's exciting because you want to know if these people feel the same way that you do about the video game that you just played. Or should I get this thing? I don't know. I'm going to wait to see what these guys think. And I loved that. I loved valuing your opinions. And I also liked expressing my own. So I decided that, no, my goal in life is to be working with these people. Like, right. I need to I need to work so with these people. So you were inspired from seeing the shows? Of and, course. And that's why you went to school to study this? Well, I went to uh, I went to journalism school, and I always decided that I wanted to do work in, like, video games or baseball because I think that life is too short, and I should involve myself in things that I'm passionate about or mm -hmm. things that I love or things sure. that interest me. So I didn't want to do the news because that's really depressing. Um, so talk about things that entertain me. So I went to... I worked at a different TV station and I used that TV station to get me into Fan Expo, said that I was doing stuff for that TV station. I was not. I just lied. And then, so I snuck in there. I gave my camera to my boyfriend. I'm like, you're my cameraman today. 
we're going. Like, we're going to go interview these people. We're going to meet these people. Like, I need to meet them. So I just basically so you went, went there and tried to meet Vic. Oh, yeah. That was like the main oh, goal. So I went in there and I made sure that I had my question ready for the panel. So. I was so excited. And I got to ask my question. And it was awesome. And uh, I was so nervous. I was so nervous for all of it. And so it was real. so exciting for me. And then I interviewed all everybody except for Scott. And he likes to remind me that I did not interview him. But he was intimidating to me at the time. Like, Interviewing Vic alone was scary for me, but then Scott just always seemed so grouchy that I didn't want to upset oh, him in any know. way. Yep. So uh, it's not just an act, right? Exactly, he's real. Um, as I can hear you. So that was my that was my experience. I don't know how it looked to you guys on the other side, but I was just like really nervous and well, excited. I and mean, that is the future for uh, things like us, and certainly any website or anything like that. That you you need to hire people that don't just have a. Uh, you know, a school background, yeah. have, uh, you know, maybe done a little bit of writing or stuff. You need people that are going to hustle and already have a kind of their own brand and their own ability to create mm -hmm. for a couple of reasons, because the team sizes around media creation are going to fall and drop no matter what outlet yeah. you work for. And so you need self-starters and people that have motivation and our ability to have an ability to produce all mm -hmm. of that stuff. So I saw that immediately in you. Yeah. And I know that as this evolves into whatever it becomes that's what i'll be looking for as for well sure. you know yeah. you know and uh, there is a possibility that we could be doing a lot more than what we've been doing mm -hmm. in the future and mm -hmm. what's going to be surreal to me is that i may be employing people that are directly influenced by what we've been doing and now yes. they're doing some of that stuff as well which for would sure. be crazy but uh right to come full circle it is nuts yeah but you have to hustle and you got to you got to show that you can do it on your own right now there's I, no way I, um, I mean, do you want to talk about the future a little bit? Do you want to talk about what you want to do or what you feel like? Or I mean, it's it's so up in the air right now because yeah. there's just, I mean, what I would like to do is more of, of what we do and, and then some. You like going to the movies. Yeah. You like <laughs> video games. You like talking I, to Marissa. And I pull, yeah, I love talking with all of you. I think the, the secret sauce in, in what we have with our programming and why we've been around for so long is that they have been honest discussions with people that are authentic, uh, you know, whether it's developers or whether it's us. And uh, that's what's worth preserving and, and, uh, and, and, you know, learning from and growing. And so those are the discussions that I'm, I'm meeting with other people about is pitching mm -hmm. that, look, I, the best thing I've ever done is put a team together, you know, behind the camera and in front of the camera that really believes and cares and loves this stuff. And we mm -hmm. make something uh, that's really hard to replicate. And you really did take a chance. You put a lot of writers in front of the camera. Well, I, I, I mean, almost was, everybody on the show is a, is originally a writer. But yeah. I think of like the best reviews that I've watched. I mean, Steve and Raju are amazing they're together. Yeah. They're yeah. so freaking good, and I value their opinion so much. Not that not saying that I don't value yours, of course, well, know, but they are just like every time I watch them, they're so entertaining and they offer so much. They offer so much, and I feel like that comes from their writing background, and totally. they do it every day. But that, you had such a wide net, though. Like, mm -hmm. if you if you put on a map all, where all the teams were in all the cities, like, that's yeah. incredible. Like, mm -hmm. that's incredible net. I, no I, one's ever made that before. I will not hire hosts, you know. I will not hire people that just want to be famous, you know. Right. I will not, I'm, you know, in this or whatever, whatever else evolves from this, I, I, won't, I won't be out there looking for to, to placate or to serve somebody's sort of desire to get out there and be famous. There's enough outlets that will that have that. Yeah, or, that will do that and you yeah. can do it by yourself. And You can, yeah. You know, just go through um, YouTube and, and get the look at me signs and hold them up above your head. You know? I don't know if you remember yeah. the phone call that you got from Vic saying that you got the job, but I will always remember the phone call that I got from Vic um, after my first episode aired. Like, he called me that night. He's, he's just like, hey, like, this is how it is. And just so that you know, like, we don't want any monsters. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I totally get it. And you will not have that with me, I promise you. And just like that, those words will always resonate with me. Like, just because it's true. Once you turn into a monster, that is it. Yeah. It's over. Like, Tommy who, who are you anymore? I'm a monster. <laughs> no, we've, we've, Two monsters. we've been very, very fortunate with our people. And, and yeah. uh, but you see it on television shows all the time. And it becomes great fodder for, uh, for gossip and and sure. uh, you know and tabloids and and books later on, but I don't mm -hmm. want any of that drama. Up ahead, yeah, lots of unknown things yeah. at yes. this point. Lots I'm, of abstractions. Here's what I do know: is at the very, at the very least, we can deliver content through very uh, you know efficient and affordable 
communication platforms like YouTube, you know, mm -hmm. at the very least. I don't know what that so, concept will look like, but we can do that. So, But I want to do more than that. They so should subscribe. Yeah, they the should YouTube subscribe channel. to YouTube for sure. So yes. YouTube.ca backslash no, YouTube.com slash I don't know what channel EPN TV. <laughs> Why is that funny? We're gonna move Scott into our marketing Just department. Just because we we talk every every <laughs> day for the show. No, every day for the show we have to just do youtube.com you slash EPN TV. And I do every time. Like, hey, want you want to give it a shot now? You okay. want to do it? All no. Right, listen, <laughs> I've been, listen. I've enjoyed the conversations we've had over the years. I respect what you've built so much. Yeah. And I I will never forget this time in my life. I know. I really never will. It's been such a special, special time. I don't know what the future holds. Yeah. Maybe we'll work together. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll all work together again. I don't know. But right now, mostly I'm just, for the next two, three weeks, I'm just feeling so glad that I got to do this. My oh, life has sure. been incredible. And a big part of that is thanks to you and the, thanks, mm -hmm. to, thanks to the great shows you've made and the things you've built. And thanks to these and people. And thanks to the people for watching. You know, honestly, and the people for that sure. are signing up right now and, and tweeting out about uh, uh, you know, suggestions of, of what broadcasters should do with decisions that they've made or, you know, or other places that might be a good fit for us or whatever. I've read all that stuff. It's fantastic. And, yeah. And uh, uh, trust me, I'm, I'm leaving no stone unturned. And like I've been saying, it's, it's just especially with the holidays. I've done a lot of pull the rabbit out of the hat type maneuvers in my career. Yeah. <laughs> Big time, yeah. Especially at the end of the year. But yeah. this has been the first year, and I'm telling you, you know, like I've talked to a lot of people already. This has been the first year, and it's not because there isn't interest. It's because it's crazy at the, you know, paying for media level right now. There yeah. are a lot of people that are really nervous about whether they have jobs or careers or networks to work for or whatever. Yeah. You know, so I'm... I have to take the time to go through all of those kinds of things. And if I cannot get the funding, then I, you know, give me a few months, I will come back and, and I'll be straight up and honest with everybody and I'll say, look, we can't do it. What do you want us to produce? Yeah. Will you, will you subscribe with your dollars, you know, yeah. if you want that? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I, think, uh, I think that's fair, but I also think it's, uh, it would be fair if, if you know, you've had enough, or you know, or if we've given it to you for free for a long time and you expect you just, it to be for free. Right, I, exactly. I totally get that. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, you know, I, I feel like I have to kind of pursue every single sort of opportunity for a paying partner or partners that that uh, can help us get this stuff to you guys, uh, and you know, and evolve it too. I mean, I'm, I polled everybody on what they want to see more of or what they like the most, mm -hmm. and you know, that gives me some really good ammunition for um, framing up new content, but also um, if we're going to go in pieces on building up new content, the sort of priority list as well, you know? Right. Um, yeah, just, it's, it's just, a confusing time. I, I can't just go to some other uh, space and say, okay, well, this is the show, write, write us up a check and we'll just deliver the, deliver the show and yeah, know, or the shows. It's just sure. a different time right now. I think yeah. I speak for myself and for Marissa. We'll By see. saying we're uh, we're just big fans and big supporters of whatever it is you're doing, and we always will be. And whatever you need from us, we'll always be there. So yeah. if we can help you, we always will. Awesome. Yeah. No, awesome. I am. Um, I'm so grateful for this. I'm so grateful for I'm all sorry of this. Sorry, got mushy. It got super mush. It got <laughs> sorry, super buddy. mush. I but feel no. a little emotional today. No, but like if you think of all the things that we've gotten to do and games we've gotten to play and movies we've gotten to see, it's just it's just the places we've and been. the places yeah. we've been. I've all never. Over. I all. I all mean. Right. And, and truthfully, we don't really get to slow down that often to kind of think no. about it. And this and is kind of forcing us to do it. To and do it's it, surreal. Yeah. And to I know back. that this has been. See, and this is the other thing, is that I've been carrying around a lot of this stuff because it's not really uh, great for the team. To, it's not inspiring to say, we got, we, the, who knows about the future, yeah. you know, halfway through a season. But uh, I end up having to kind of bottle a lot of that stuff and carry it with me and go through a lot know, of that yeah. emotion. So it's not, it's not always, uh, you know, shared right away. Oh, my God. So that you, was... got, you guys have been sort of... You know, we did, yeah, you're, you're not, learning it as the, almost the rest of the community is. At it's the same so time. true. Yeah, when you were talking about it last podcast we did together, when you were explaining to everybody yeah. what yeah. was going on, like I couldn't, I could not even handle it. And yeah. we're doing a live show, so yeah. I'm just trying to keep it together. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it together. I'm just really quiet listening to you. Mm -hmm. Yep, <laughs> we got this. Sure. We'll be okay. Like, Santa Claus, if you're watching, 
15's a new show. <laughs> no, no, we, we have a show. He has a show. We Well, and that's the thing, too, right? Yeah. Like, like, people ask, what are you going to do? Are you going to come up with a new show? Are you going to do this? Like, I really cannot come up with a better show than Electric Playground. What about if we did it but with nudity? I'm yeah, okay that, would be, that would be no, better. No, I think that, that I just, like, from my own personal opinion, my, the show that has always excited me more was Reviews in the Run. Yep. And I know a lot of people share that opinion as yep. well. Um, just because that is, honestly, like, we we are so honest. We are so honest in that moment. Yep. And those are the real moments that we have together and the first time that we're discussing it together. So you're a part of those moments that we're having with each other, which is a lot more personable, I and think. I'll answer this too. I mean, yeah. people ask me why why we don't just do reviews. And yeah. the answer is quite simple. From a business standpoint, the reviews and the objectivity are definitely valuable and definitely something that consumers like to, uh, to watch, to learn from. Yeah. Uh, but they're a little harder to market. You know, they're yeah. a little harder to mm-hmm. put sponsor dollars around unless mm-hmm. there's already a familiarity with the people and that's why it works such so well as a sister show to Electric Playground. Mm. Um, and, but EP works because it's about the uh, the optimism of the future and the developers and the publishers having a say about what they're they're you know going to be developing for us and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Which I know consumers want that too. That's an easier show to put you know sponsor dollars around. And, yeah. and television is a uh, is a medium unless you're working for PBS or or you know it's a public. Supported type of thing, or you know, it's uh, it's just it's strictly sponsored programming. Mm. That's how TV kind of gets paid for, right? So, right. so I, I had to make that transition back to Electric Playground. I if I pick something that I love the most, it's definitely reviews. It's definitely yeah. being able to to sit down, play through these things, and report back to you guys uh, what I think about all this stuff. It's also the least of you know costly content for us to mm-hmm. produce mm-hmm. um it, it, it takes a lot of time to get that stuff together but it's mm-hmm. it's not a lot of field expense and stuff like that um so i wouldn't be surprised if we go back in in pieces and we're just delivering stuff to youtube on a on a uh, chunk by chunk kind of basis right. that reviews would probably be the first thing that we uh, we mm-hmm. go back to what yeah. tangible message do you want everyone to go away with if you want like what 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 knowledge what would you like them to have right uh, now? I, uh, I I definitely want to thank everybody, and I think you know. I, I think what you you got to understand is that the the it's it's a team of people. You know, it takes a really solid team, and it's really hard to uh, do this stuff and have it be meaningful to other people if you f- forget that or you don't ever find that mm-hmm. and. Um, and you definitely need to kind of maintain that authenticity and that 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 honesty around content like this. Otherwise, it does just look like you are a commercial, you know. Yes. And I've worked my ass off from day one yeah. to, for this content to never be that. And you know? you've done it. Yeah. yeah. You've preserved it. You've yeah. saved it from. Do- As we saw, lots of other media outlets go down that commercial road. Yes. Yeah. We never went down it. And I can't. And thank I, you for that. I mean, all I, of those things. And, and you know, and, and part of it is. I mean, I just want to sleep well at night, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I could have called the show "The Electric PlayStation," brought you know? to you by Doritos. You know, you know I really, I, like, we could have. Oh jeez. And I, I, we could have had a phenomenal oh, few years, and then uh, everybody would have come at us with pitchforks, and and uh, you know, it would have been. Uh, but we would have made lots of money. Yeah, retired like sports money. stars. Money. Well, know? that's what people are I doing now. I mean, I'm. I know people out there are smart enough to see when things are bought and paid for, but um, I just yeah. loved. I I just loved being a part of something that wasn't. Um, so yep, and that's you know honestly that's what I'm I'm selling you know that's what I'm talking to people about I'm not gonna okay. I'm not gonna change we're not turning our company into an agency we're not yeah. we're not just gonna be you know doing stuff willy nilly for uh, for paying customers it's uh, uh, and it might make it a harder road but uh, I'd rather you know quite frankly I'd rather come back to you with the viewers and say well these people offered this and this and this but we don't we're not really interested would you rather just support us by sponsoring our content and uh, and we'll deliver this you know? over the holiday season i want everyone to close their eyes take a minute and think of victor lucas wearing that homemade star wars <laughs> <laughs> okay. that's a really important moment I, I do want you to do that and also before we go and i know we're kind of winding down here 
I want everyone to give me the prediction for your own personal Star Wars scores. We're going to see The Force Awakens next week. Yes. You guys are going to see it, and I'm going to see it. And Blake's, you're going to see it first, right? Yeah, I'm seeing it in the UK. Okay, Blake. That's enough about your UK trip. Give me your your score for Star Wars. What do you think it's going to be? A solid five. Oh, listen, I'm going to go a little higher. Seven from me, Marissa. Eight. I don't know. I'm scared. This I'm is scared. A I'm scared. Yeah, Vic. I think I'm gonna love it. I'm, I'm giving I'm it, giving a, nine. it a ten. Yeah. Nine from Victor yeah. Lucas. So there Who knows? It is. We don't know. Star Wars. We don't know yet. Yes. So exciting. Yeah. So yeah, next week Vic and I will be doing that. We'll, yeah, That's we'll exciting. be in LA and we're, I'm still trying to figure out what we're gonna do with Vic's basement next week, but yes. we're trying to think of something for next week. And I don't know if we're all together in a room uh, again I'll this be at year. Home. <laughs> But uh, maybe I'll give Scott a call. <laughs> but Marissa's going back to Saskatoon. I'm going to Saskatoon. Yeah, and uh, I'm going uh, to Edmonton, Edmonton. So you might see me bopping around I'm the streets in the UK. of Edmonton. And Blake's in the UK. Blake's in the UK. <laughs> I'll be at home running the vacuum. And Scott will be with his cats. Cats, yeah. Yeah, cats in a, in a vacuum. So. Uh, but I love you guys. And love I'm too, buddy. honored to uh, to be your colleague and honored to work with you guys and honored to do all of these these things with you. Thank you, know? you, Victor. And I love you too, Blake. Yeah. I love you guys. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching, everybody. Stitcher! Stitcher! Vic's Basement would like to thank its sponsors, EB Games, Nintendo, Xbox, and Gameloft, makers of Dragon Mania Legends, which you can play for free right now. 